is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the All right, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered. A Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold. I am blessed to have my co-host, John Wade, the Garnet Texan, here with me. How's it going, people? And, John, there's a lot of uh, things going on. There's some things going on in the last couple... I mean, we were supposed to do a podcast last week, but the World Series, and there was just so much going on. It was a bye week, so we took a bye week. And then yeah. Friday happens. We won't get into the details of what happened Friday morning or afternoon. And then uh, Sunday happened. And Sunday was a typical Texans game, just ending-wise, at least. <laughs> uh, ending-wise, hey, it was know, identical. <laughs> we're going into these really hard places to play. And losing by four. <laughs> <laughs> we're losing by three or four. How much I we mean, lose to the Patriots by? Was it like four or something four. like that? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so uh, yeah. We go into Gillette and we go into, what do they call that, that field? Century Link. Century Link. Place is loud. Yeah. Well, it was designed I've, to be loud. They but I've gamed never, the system. I know, I know. But I've, loud. I've never, like, I've watched Seahawks games, but I guess I've just never paid attention. Yesterday, like, you could hear it through the TV. It's yeah. loud. I mean, they literally built the stadium to funnel noise. Oh, it's smart. I mean, that's why we. That's why I won't never play with the roof open. We do the same thing, but you know, what can you say? I mean, we really probably should just rename the podcast the Watson Cast because. Shoo-wee. I mean, as long as he's on the team, like at this point, the haters have no excuse. I mean, oh, this noodle was, alarm, ramen, you know, uh, garbage time against uh, bad defenses. Bad defenses. Uh, it's like. On his locker, he like literally has all these, and he's just like, check, check, okay, check. What else? Come on, throw more at me, guys. It's fine, check. Oh, you want me to be the first NFL player in NFL history to throw for over 400 yards, rush for 50, and throw for four TDs? Yeah, that's okay, not... Okay, sure, not, let me That's that. not first rookie. No. That's first player. Yeah. Like, dude's just, he's obscene. He's just absolutely obscene. And so do we it, get into the game, John, or do we get into today? No, we're just going to start with the game. And, and you don't we'll, think people want to hear about Dwayne first? They know all about Dwayne. Okay, all right. I mean, all right. We, we can talk about we'll talk our about reactions going into with the Colts game. That's fine. We'll, we'll talk about the game. All right, all right. Then, then we can talk about Dwayne. So the goods and bads. I mean, part of it is I want to make sure nothing else happens while we're sitting here recording. Yeah, it's possible. I mean. Maybe we land Vontae Davis. Yeah, right. T.Y. Hilton? <laughs> all right, anyways. Uh yeah, so I mean, what did what did you like? Let's get into John's likes and loves and hates. Obviously, you hated the secondary. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we agree there. I mean, That's a good thing. We got. I mean, what what can you do? I I'm not saying that they're a dumpster fire. I'm not. I I completely get why people are so mad at our defense. Can you say they're a dumpster fire in crunch times? Could it maybe equate at that point? Maybe well, not an all around dumpster fire but maybe in the worst if, times possible if it wasn't fire? if it wasn't russell wilson like it's tom brady and russell wilson that have done this to us okay that have really really shredded us yeah and 
I mean, and Alex Smith is playing at a higher level. Yeah, he's, he sliced this up too. So I think that we're just an average to slightly below average defense right now with a couple of players that are really, really good and a lot of other players that don't know the system yet. If we want to start with the defense, let's. I, I mean, we can start Might with the defense. Might as well start with the defense because yeah, we the, already get, know we're going to gush over the offense. I know, right? I mean, this would be my criticism of Vrabel. Uh-oh. This is... Vrabel, huh? I'm going to start... Well, Okay. No, 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 it's fine. Typically with the defensive like coordinator, it. what he's going to do is he's going to... He evaluates the players. All right. Have we ever churned through players at this rate? Never. We are signing and cutting people every never. week. No, which never. is... I mean, it's kind of fun. It's refreshing in an... Ex- like, but at the guess. same time, that's part of the reason why our defense is now starting to struggle. Yep. One of the things that we always had was we had that strong continuity, continuity with our defense. We always replaced from the practice squad. Yep. Um, if somebody got hurt, we pulled up a practice squad player that knew the system. Played well. We really rarely went out and signed street-free agents unless they were somebody that knew the system like Charles James a couple of years ago. Yep. That's just, with Cornell, that's what his thing was. He wanted players that knew the system. I think that this is where we actually see Vrabel's influence. We are signing people left and right off the street. These are street-free agents. These players are probably better athletes than we what we had on the roster. They're probably a little bit more polished than what we had on the practice squad. They don't have the ceiling of... I would hope they don't have the ceiling of the players we have on the practice squad, or why are they those kids on the practice squad? But they should be able to come in and do stopgats because they're experienced NFL players. But they don't know our system. And we are consistently getting burned with players out of position. And it's got to be because, in my opinion, it's because we have rookies and we have moving pieces and players that haven't played with the team on defense like we really haven't had. Like, this is the issue we used to have on offense where it's like, you know, if they just played some games together, they'll get better. And right now, with our defense, we're kind of running into that. Where I think, especially in our secondary, you know, if they get to play some games together with people on the same spot, they'll probably get better. But I, I don't know. I mean, Kevin Johnson, first round pick because of his quickness, not because of his size, not because of his tackling, not even because of his f- football IQ. is because he was one of the better cover corners. Like, he could shadow people. He did not have the burst. He was constantly a couple of steps behind people. He looked rusty. He looked like he was still hurt. It he looks like they was hurt. They looked like they tried to bring him back a couple of weeks too early. Because they felt they needed him. Yeah. He just didn't have the burst to cover anybody. I've never been a fan of Kevin Johnson. Well, the play, I just haven't seen enough yet. Like, he's always first hurt. Qu- so. The first quarter play against uh, Jimmy Graham, where he was with him step Great by step. That, the, the and end zone, the end that's zone. what he does. That was perfect. Like, if you look at him when he's healthy, that's what he does. Sure. Jimmy Graham's not outrunning him. No. So he didn't have to worry about that. Then you take any other mediocre wide receiver. Oh, granted, I can't say mediocre. One thing that the Seahawks are really good is teaching their receivers how to run the route tree. Like, they teach them how to run solid routes. Or they draft players that can run solid routes, whatever. But against players that had just a little bit of quickness, Johnson was several feet behind them. He just couldn't keep up. So you're saying it's his health more than him being able to actually play. Right. I think he's still hurt. I think that probably should have held him out at least another week, maybe two. 
And now, towards the end of the game, it looked like he re-injured himself, so he'll probably be out a couple more weeks. But, I mean, have, I mean, prior to this injury, everybody was counting on um, Kevin Johnson replacing Bouye. Right. Everybody came into the season thinking we're going to be fine. Kevin Johnson's going to slide right in, take over Bouye's spot, and it'll be somewhat like an upgrade because Kevin Johnson's better than Bouye. But what I'm wondering is, and I'm not saying categorizing you with those people, but what have you seen from Kevin Johnson when he's healthy that makes you believe that he's a good corner? Because I haven't seen, I, I, just looking back at the games I've watched, I've never seen a game, a solid game, where Kevin Johnson is a good corner. Kevin I've seen Johnson him beat multiple times has, throughout every game. Kevin Johnson has flashed the ability to play to play as a shutdown at times to play one on one with a receiver on the outside. Uh, yes, on the outside, you could not put him on an. You could almost put him on an island. Okay, he's flashed it at times when he's healthy. He has shown better coverage skills. He's not as smart as Joseph, but he was just a better. He's a better athlete. Like he was just. He could stay step with step with anybody. He literally could cover somebody as close as you can cover him. Sure. And he's flashed it. There's been moments with him. But because he's hurt, you'll get one good game out of him. Then he'll get hurt and he plays a couple of mediocre games and then he'll get hurt and his season's over. But he has shown the capability. Like he's shown that he has a higher ceiling Boye has become. He's the number fourth ranked quarterback in the league. I know Boye is just throwing it out there. You know, you know, I love Boye. You know, I know I, you do. I'm you not know, I wish we could have kept him. I'm not throwing. This I've always at you. tried to I'm argue. Just saying in general, I've, I've tried to argue what the thought process was. I don't think we know. Boye. I think he wanted. I think it. I think yeah. he hit it on the head. He wanted to change the scenery. Yeah. He, I think he wanted to show that he can do it without that defense. Right. Instead, he, he wouldn't play with a better defense. I mean, when he left, it was even a couple of comments of him being a product of the system and them playing right. to their to his strengths. The whole Josh Norman treatment. But Boye turned himself into a great, great corner. He's a great corner. And with Johnson, as he had supposedly better physical skills, and he was faster. He was faster, more agile, like better. What is it? Better jump. Yeah. Like all vertical. All the things that you need from a corner, he just didn't have size. Like, remember, we took him over Peters. No, I know. I, I still wish we would have Peters. I'd take Peters over. Kevin Johnson coming out of that draft was supposed to be the best cover corner, the most polished, the one that you could just drop into a defense. And again, he has shown it at times. He's just hurting all the time. But he is lip, the number one concern for him is he was going to be too fragile to play. And see, so that for me, that was the biggest concern why letting Bouye go was such a big issue is the fact that we haven't seen a full season from him yeah. at all. No. We haven't even seen... I think maybe we've seen a half a season. I'm trying to think, like the first year, I think it was six games. I think so. I don't think we've seen a half a season. Every and time yet we were willing to roll the dice. Yeah. Every time that he starts to get good, he gets hurt. Look, so and we're so, like ninety minutes on a Kevin Johnson. I guess my thought is is the fact that I don't know if Kevin Johnson's that guy yet. I know you th- you say that he has the ability to replace Bouye, but. Our secondary is a huge problem. Now, Marcus Williams, he looks like he's okay. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not talking about just the interception. I'm talking about just in coverage alone. Yeah. He looked fine. It was our safeties yesterday more than really, truly our corners. 
Well, it continues to be... Our safeties have a certain amount of time that they can cover, and they're okay. But for a lot of these deep pass where the quarterback got time, and with Russell Wilson, that was just... There's nothing you could do. It's like playing Deshaun. Yeah, I mean, they're... We literally felt like every team that played that's played us with Deshaun yesterday. Yeah, there were several times where it's like if any other quarterback, it was sacked. Any other quarterback, Clowney just destroyed them. Clowney had an amazing game. And Russell Wilson would just kind of do the same thing that we've kind of gotten used to with Deshaun, and yep. he would just kind of disappear, yep. roll out, stay and stay alive. Yep. And again, it's I don't want to trash too hard on our on our defense. Because I don't think that they're bottom. I don't think they were the Saints a couple of years People are ago. Saying that too. I know they are. That's stupid. <laughs> we we, That's we just, talk, you know it's funny. We talked about it before the season. Uh, how much ang- would we be as angry if we had the Saints offense and the Saints defense I as think we, we were? Said no, I think we said we'd rather have the offense. Yeah, we thought that that was going to be more fun. I, dude, I don't know if that's true. No, it's not because it is more fun, but it hurts so much more. It's because, because of how we lose. Yeah, because when we, we can keep scoring, we keep getting hope. It's like we, we did, we did it, we did it, we did. Well, that's because of Deshaun. I know. I don't even know if that's our offense. That's it doesn't matter, but we continue to have hope. So we're yeah. like, we're gonna pull this out. We're yeah. gonna win. Even with twenty-one seconds left yesterday, I was like, hmm. we might do this. Our- is there still too much time on the clock? <laughs> when we had that time, I but then he got part of me thought that if he did, that we were going to be able to get to at least field goal. That's like I, I thought, thought we were going to overtime. I did too. And they got that sack. And but but I would say that the one thing about our defense that people aren't giving enough credit to is our run defense. Yeah. Because uh, coming into the year, like we've the last two years, we haven't really had solid run defense. We've been middle of the pack. We have a tough, tough run defense. Right. Going into the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, I think they were held to negative one rushing yards. Yeah. And then he obviously Russell broke off, I think, like a 23-yard scramble or something like that. They finished with 21 yards rushing. I I mean, and a lot of that has to do with both our boys. We just don't talk about one of our boys enough because he's a nose tackle in <laughs> DJ Reader. And... The other one is our boy, and we talk about him plenty, Zach Cunningham, yeah. who truly does have a nose for the football. And everything that we thought that we were worried about wrapping up and tackling has not been an issue yet at all this season. Our run defense is solid. Yeah. Solid run defense. Well, I think that it's going to take a little bit of a hit losing Covington. Covington. He's a great run stopper. Yeah. He's a big guy. It's just yeah. what, that's what he does. But, I mean, we don't give Reader enough credit. I mean, it's we it's really a, don't. It's, I think he, I think he graded out like a, I think it was an eighty nine yesterday on yeah. Pro Football Focus. I mean, he's a, he's a nose tackle, which means that he they get, get the, the love. Yeah, they don't they don't get the very glamorous job. Like it's not their job it's not sexy. to cause push. It's their job to kind of take up a couple of different players yep. to clog the lane so the running back can't run straight up the middle. Yep. And Reader is actually unique because he actually does get push. He, he actually. Does. He actually does cause issue for the quarterback. He had a couple of hurries. And, I mean, we were talking about it before the year. It's like, had we taken Will Fuller in the sixth and DJ Reader in the first, would we have been happy after last year's performance? And, yeah, probably. Reader was a beast last year. Absolutely. And he still is this year. He's just not as glamorous this year because he's doing a lot of the, the run stopping. So, 
No complaints there. I mean, no one be Mac obviously helps. Yeah. So I mean, we've our defense is not a dumpster fire. It's not the bottom of the league. We're just missing so many players. Like shit, we guys, just, stop fucking panicking. God damn, we I, lost Watt, merciless. We've lost Cole. We lost Cushing. And I mean, I, Jesus. Remember two years ago where we got blown out by the Falcons and the Dolphins. Yeah. And With those great players on our team, by the way. Right. Our defense got it together. Like I think our defense I'm not, will be fine. I'm not ready. We're not going to be like last year. No. It, I'm not ready to give up on Brable quite yet. I understand the frustration. Trust me. I had to walk outside so Close I didn't curse in front of my new kid or in front of my kid about Vrabel specifically about Vrabel but he's still new to be a defensive coordinator I think that he's churning the roster just a little bit too much right now and it's not his fault entirely his fault because of all the injuries. injuries like they've had to bring in new people but I think that it's going to calm down I, I think, think that we're going to get more comfortable yeah I think that the He's next, I think the next couple of weeks, so that guys getting teams like the Colts. I mean, our schedule, we could no bullshit, John. We could go eleven and five. Yeah, we should be five and two. <laughs> we really should. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, our schedule is so. I mean, it's so soft. Like yeah. our, the only team that worries me is the Steelers. Yeah, we just got through the tough part. Actually, I think the Rams will probably be our toughest match. Oh, over the Steelers. Yeah. I, I, see, I just think the way that the Steelers, their wide receivers scare me. And if our secondary can't get it fixed, then I, I'm not worried about golf throwing all over us. And we can no. bottle up. Early. Don't the Steelers play at Reliant or NRG? If they play at home, then. Well, I'm pretty sure we, we get. Home, I, I'm pretty I'm sure okay. we get Road Roethlisberger. So I'm not. Oh well, yeah, but it's also indoors. That's a different yeah. Road Roethlisberger. He's still not as good. If if we're going up to, I've got to double check. If we're going up to Pittsburgh, Lots then you're then you're right. But if I'm pretty sure the Steelers are coming to Houston. If they're coming yeah, to they Houston, are. it's at home. Then no, I think the Rams are the team to be scared of. Scared of the? I think they are better this year. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think well, they're as good me, as people think they are. <laughs> let me put in. Okay, let's get compar- back to the game. Let's get back to the game. In comparison to everybody else, we got to play. Yeah, we have a soft schedule. We, I mean, we still have to play the Jags, the Titans. We have the Colts twice. It's Cardinals, Ravens. It's a soft schedule. Anyways, so the goods of the defense, the run, defense, and really that was probably about it. Clowney. I mean, Clowney, Clowney. was fucking uh, just, just a monster <laughs> yet again. And unfortunately, the stats just don't show it. No. It sucks I mean, for him because yeah. I think if anybody watched the tape, they would say, holy shit, this dude is a fucking monster. If, but it'll never Yeah, happen. if you didn't watch the game, you didn't realize just how good Clowney no. was. And the way he contained on a couple plays. I was He hasn't showed a lot of discipline in his career so far. And, and the way that he showed discipline yesterday and when he was playing outside linebacker on a couple contained plays, he, usually that bull rush always overpowers and then he's outside and, and he forces the run on the inside. Uh, he, he was... He was good yesterday. He, he actually played a hell of a game. All right. That was well, a terrible off, offensive line, though, too. So let's keep that in mind. Still. Better offensive line now. All right. Let's talk about the offense. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> How long can we go without talking about the shot? God, that. Uh, we, hey, we he's made it. so good. You know what? Let's not talk about the shot first. Let's talk about Will Fuller. 
Hey, man, all he does is catch touchdowns. That dude is great. I mean, apparently, that dude, that's, apparently that's how you fix your hands. That dude is Because you amazing. go stand in the end zone. <laughs> Good fucking God, both of them. First of all, if I told you yesterday that DeAndre Hopkins took a 72-yard screen to the house against the against Seattle in Seattle, would you fucking believe me? Absolutely not. The guy doesn't do that. He did. He was playing hard as shit yesterday. He was both playing anger. They were fucking great. The only they problem I have wanted is to win that game. They did. They really wanted to win that game. The only problem I have is our boy Bruce isn't getting enough love now because Fuller and DeAndre are doing so goddamn much that Bruce just kind of gets to play his little formation game where he unfortunately he's tired of shit because he's running back and forth and running back and forth and running back and forth and not getting the ball to him. Poor guy. Probably wants some fucking water. He's the other part of the wishbone. Good God. That poor guy, that was like playing midfield in soccer. 40-yard dash, 40-yard dash, 40-yard dash, 40-yard dash. And I bet once he was hoping, oh, he's going to throw it to me this time. It's like it's like teasing like, your dog a couple yeah. times at the most. Like, oh, come get, nope, nope. He's like, I'm going to get the poor pitch guy, this time. bro. <laughs> he's like, all right, all right. He's gonna, Bruce is going to have a game. I hope so. He's going to have a game here in a week or two. I, I love watching him play. And I love him being on our team. I love that he's healthy. Yeah. Like he's he's been a really good find at slot. And Fuller, your I boy. Mean, that's your boy. That's not, that wasn't my boy. That's your boy. You know. He's a great route runner. That's, dude, what it, that's literally what it boils down to. That's, he's a fucking amazing The only thing runner. that I've ever argued about that kid is to be that fast and run routes like that. They're crisp as shit. I that's that doesn't happen. That's why he gets open. So if he puts it together with his hands and, and he, he so far has. And he's on a streak a right now routes. where he's he's putting it together with his hands. He's just you just can't defend that. Yeah. Like if you miss him on a bump, you're not catching up with him. No. If you give him a cushion, if you guess lean if you just lean just a little bit off, he's gone. And we've seen it. Like Shit, we saw it the third play of the game yesterday. We've seen it every With week. the two best safeties in the league. He's on a streak right now where... He had 100 yards fucking receiving again. Like, yeah, that's why they drafted him. He's a, he's a much, much better Deshaun Jackson. He's a much better Deshaun. Everybody kept saying he was a poor man's Deshaun. No. Deshaun's no. a poor man of Will Fuller. He is. I think hopefully you can just keep it up. I mean, the only knock, the only thing that you we say that every week. Yeah, we've been saying that every week. Hopefully, we can just keep it up. What there's, we said after the Patriots game, there's no way they can do this again. Then we said after the Chiefs game, there's no way (laughs) there has to be some regression. There has to be some regression. Then the Titans game, no way that can continue. (laughs) This obviously can continue. I mean, that's exactly what it is. This is our offense. We are a score-fast offense, and again, Bill O'Brien is fucking amazing at play He's, calling. Yes, yeah. he had some fucking issues, and all for, you, all for you dumb fucks out there that are saying we should fire Bill O'Brien for that stupid fucking third and four play, you're fucking retarded. That's all there you, is to it. No. Yeah, that, you, 98% you, you of are, the league would have done that same exact fucking thing. You... Wow, you are lit on this. I am. I hate it. I hate. I hate going well, towards sub every time. Every time, well, and it's time to fire Bill O'Brien. What drives me up the wall about that last play? You should have put it in Deshaun's hands. He did, and and Deshaun chose. Out. He ran it pretty much. It's a triple option play. I know. Run, pass, keep. Deshaun chose. He had. Run. I know. And he actually made the right call. If you look at it, yep. and you look he at what he decided, destroyed. He made the right call. 
But our buddies, Xavier couldn't hold his block. He's terrible. Is, That's Xavier. your buddy. That's your buddy. He's streaky. Remember? <laughs> I remember saying he's trash, and you specifically said two he's weeks streaky. ago. No, he's streaky. He is. At the worst times. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. No, if, I am But if, if Xavier holds that block, the yeah. Miller gets the first sale. And then guess what we're not saying? And we're not talking about this. Then it's a great, great, great call. Right. As usual. I think, though. And we were, keep in mind, we're I also mean, on the 20. Yeah. They're 20. For the pe- dumb fucks that are truly saying we should have went for it on fourth and two. Because that's just idiotic. That's not smart football. That's Madden football. We don't. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not going to happen here. Going forward on fourth and two and giving turning it over just completely takes the ball out of your defense's hands. That's saying that your defense wasn't going to stop. Them. Exactly. That's exactly and what I'm saying. Why would the defense go out and be like, "Oh shit, okay, thanks a lot for putting us in this position, coach." And I mean, it ended up that's what happened. But you you don't know that you have you have to play the percentages and. We, we that was the right call. It just didn't work out. They just they set it up, and it's one of those where John's maybe, boy couldn't make the block. <laughs> Xavier couldn't make the block. Maybe that was the time that he actually tries to throw it or pitches it out to Ellington. Something, but either the way. ball was in Watson's hand, and that's been the number one criticism. How can you that take is, the ball out of ah! his hand? You gave him a triple option play. He had all the decisions, and this isn't me bashing Watson. Watson, ha- you can't bash Watson. Yeah, you're not. Lying. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, to no, I'm. I'm not. <laughs> just he made the right call. It just didn't yeah. work out. No, I, I agree. I agree. I thought it was the right play call. I thought everything about it was right. You know? there, it, there's nothing you can do. It's a. It's the same goddamn thing. If it worked, he's smart. If it didn't, he's an idiot. And of course, seventy five percent of the Texans fans, he's an idiot, and we need to fire him because of that one. Instead of us actually being really upset about the fact that we had three timeouts with 21 seconds left and probably should have called the timeout when we saw that our defense wasn't fucking set up. That, that is a ridicule. That's where you go after Bill O'Brien and say, okay, sir, you saw your defense truly wasn't even set and that Cunningham well, was out of place. Why this, not call a timeout? You can't take those at the end of the game. They're over. This is you, what, If anything, you have more time. At the beginning of the year, we talked about this after the Patriots Andy game. Reed. Where it is well known that offensive play calling yep. coaches cannot manage the clock. Right. They are trying to work with the next play, figure out what they're going to do on right. offense. Even if they are paying attention, they yep. are going to have that couple of seconds delay. That was part of the reason why they promoted up, um, they promoted up Rack to be the assistant head coach. Help alleviate some of the other operational he was, stuff. When they said it, part of the announcement is he was supposed to help him with timeouts. Yeah. Again, this is the second time it's happened this year where you're supposed to have a guy that's supposed to be helping you with timeouts and neither one of them thought, hey, something's wrong there. Especially, like, I'm, I, I'm not blaming Rack. I'm not blaming Bill O'Brien. I'm blaming kind of like the function that you... I'm blaming Bill O'Brien yeah. because at the end of the day, he's fully responsible. I mean, right. you've been a general manager. You know, if your manager makes a mistake, who's ultimately responsible? You are. Yes. So at the end of the day, Bill O'Brien's still responsible for the layout of our land. Right. And unfortunately, it is his fault. And that's the one play that I feel like you can truly ridicule Bill O'Brien during this entire game was just that one play. No. I, I mean, I agree. I just, again, I never feel right throwing people under the bus because it's easy, It's always easier the next day. It's easier watching it on the TV Oh, sometimes. I said it right then. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes... we. 
You can we're, see we're not there. We're, we're, we're not there in the moment. No, no, no. We have a better view. No, agreed. Um, well, I don't know if we have a better view, but yeah. I'm not saying that I could have done it better. Like I, I, I hate that kind of attitude that we get right. with no with with broadcasting podcasts, sports radio that we could do it better. What I'm saying but is, is that's that, the one ridicule. We that have. was the moment where you're that was that, the, that was the mistake. If you that's gonna, where if you're gonna be that's where for anything, yeah that's, that's it. where you earn your money absolutely. And that's where our assistant head coach. That's where he's supposed to earn his money. And they haven't improved the process. No. And that's what I'm actually legitimately mad about. Is they haven't improved the process. This is the second time this year where they're in this situation, right. and this is what he's supposed to do. And they're supposed to improve this process. Well, they're not going to all year. They're going to go through this process yeah. the way it is because they're figuring it out. Deshaun's on a hot streak. They have no reason to change the way they do things right now. They're not looking at it like, oh, we just lost a, a, a two games this close because of this. They're not looking at it the way we're looking at it. They're looking at it with the momentum they have on offense and what they're doing is working. They'll address it in the offseason, whether it be an offensive coordinator or whatever it will be. I honestly don't know if he'll do that, but uh, I guess we'll find no, out. That, I he think may they, not. They need to extend Bill O'Brien and let him continue to call plays. Well, according to everybody else, they shouldn't because he's a terrible head coach. He's a fucking no. god awful. He's not the reason Deshaun's having so much success. As I lower oh the my brim gosh. of my hat. <laughs> no. Extend He's the reason that man. Deshaun is having this success. They are, there's two reasons why our team did not fall apart from this whole mess. Oh, you're going into leadership. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's, Go. No, do it. No, you're right. I'm backing it's how, Deshaun's leadership. Get into it. Yeah, it's how Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson handled it. It's how, we have a, it's how they conduct themselves as people. Right. That's why they didn't. We get so mad at Bill O'Brien for always saying, blame me, blame me, blame me. That's what he means, though. But that's part of the reason why they're so mad. I know. I know. Everybody's always they want like the criticism. They to call out a fucking player. And Bill O'Brien's like, I'm, no, blame I'm, me. I'm a player. I'm ultimately They respect that. Yeah, I know they do. And I don't understand the logic for people to say, oh, I wish I wish you would have called out Bruce Ellington for, for not making, like, what? Who does that? Well, tell me one successful coach that's come out and truly, truly annihilated players on a week-in, week-out basis during the press conference. Well, I mean... When they're passionate after just losing a game. One of my favorite coaches to always compare is, uh, is Arians. Yeah. You know, they were having He's a whole bunch year. of... You they were, can come here. Do what? He's out next year. He already came out and said it. I'm not coming back next year. Well, I, so thought that was, I thought that was a hoax. No. I thought that... Yeah, of course he came out and said it was a hoax. He's like, like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm done this year. Whatever. Either way. But I'm just saying that he looked like he was going to be the next great coach down in Arizona. Right. And then during his press conferences, he started taking pot shots at his players. Yeah. And that's kind of when they – I mean, injuries also have an issue. And that all or nothing where you get that blunt honesty, but it takes something away from your team. And for all the complaints about Bill O'Brien – all the complaints about everything that's going on. Bill O'Brien wants all the criticism on him. He protects his players, and they do appreciate that. And it helped them push through things that they otherwise wouldn't. Let me ask and you, then, what, what is a good thing? What, what is a good... You've been in leadership roles. What is it about... What makes a leader a leader? Taking responsibility. At, at the end of the day, that's truly the biggest thing. Yeah. That's the biggest... And that's what Bill O'Brien does every week. Is it annoying yeah. to hear... Absolutely. If you take responsibility and you care for your people, you will... You're going to get people to practice. You will somehow blind luck yourself into being a good leader. Yep. And he holds people responsible. 
but he holds it holds them responsible harsh way yeah you can watch him you watch it i mean watch hard knocks but you see how he is you see his his i don't even i can't even say the word but a lot of the players buy into that because he criticizes them on the field but he doesn't let anybody else do it Whenever somebody else tries to, even like, when the media tries like to, Hopkins, he cut, cuts that shit off in the middle. Yeah, like Hopkins. Hopkins retreat. I mean, when they tried to attack um, Hopkins over the off season. Oh yeah, yeah. talking about yeah. <laughs> Bill O'Brien wouldn't let him. No, he wouldn't. And talking about a down year. <laughs> down here, pretty sure he had. And he went on and named his stats and all that yeah. stuff at the combine. That's where it yeah. yeah, I mean, the players, most players, not every player, but most player do get do appreciate that and it gets him to, to play hard yeah no and i agree now he's gotten a quarterback who a is able to reflect that same sort of leadership well real, real quick, if we had a gary kubiak coach team this team on sunday would not have played they would have rolled, rolled the fuck over yeah it's exactly what would happen. it would get them blown out oh yeah Heck, that, we were all thought we were gonna get blown out anyways and that and that's knowing what me and you both me and you both think of bill bill o'brien i still thought there was a chance i didn't think the players could mentally Get over all the bullshit. For, I didn't. There's so much parody in the NFL that one little thing pushes the balance one way or the next. Well, and it's and shown all season the players that have gotten, like the teams that have gotten involved in all the bullshit that's gone on, they don't show up. Yep. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, what makes my team any different? Now it's our, fucking Bill O'Brien. That, now our Deshaun focus is on Watson. And go into Deshaun because you're right. Yeah. And here's the thing what makes a great coach is a great quarterback. Absolutely. So and when you match page. them together, they, you get to you get to truly catch lightning in the bottle. Yeah. And right now, I think with Watson, like, dude. Oh, it's more than lightning in a bottle. Dude, it's fucking beyond. The guy's like, gonna smash every fucking record possible. He's on pace, literally. Like we joked about it two years, two weeks ago, when we said that he was on pace for forty three. He's or forty two. He's now on pace for forty three touchdowns throughout the season, smashing the rushing record, the the passing yard record, the touchdown record. The completion record. I mean, you just name it, and the kid's on track. He's literally on track to have the best season a rookie player has ever had. And not, he's not quarterback, not any position. And he's not happy. And he doesn't. No, he's not happy. He wants to win. He wants to win, and he doesn't want to throw those interceptions. Yeah, that Earl Thomas pick. Uh, you knew. I texted you. I told you he's going to throw three picks this game. No, we have to deal with it. And guess, and you said. <laughs> And you said before, uh, maybe not on the podcast, but you said he's going to throw picks, but we're not going to be losing because he threw picks. And that's exactly right. Why yeah. were we in the game? Because of Deshaun. Did the picks come back to bite us in the end? Yeah, they're always going to. But it's gonna we were be, still in the game because of Deshaun. It's going to be a part of his game. It is. He's Brett Favre. He's, he's just going to take a risk. This is he's, the way he is. I, I, and he's lazy he's not, on his mechanics. That, that last throw again. Yeah. That last throw again on the last play of the game where he, Richard Sherman intercepted his he's, foot. He's, his foot wouldn't yeah. plant again. I don't know why he does that every time. Maybe he, he'll fix it, but. He's too athletic. That's he is, why. He just relies he, he, on the, his athleticism. It's the same way that yep. the reason Cam Newton. Yeah, you're exactly right. That, when you're just that much of a freak as an athlete, yeah, you that you get lazy. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson, for as slight as he is. Slight, I'm doing the air quotes here because he looks like a freaking point guard and he plays quarterback yeah, like a point tiny. guard. But I mean, that is a little worrisome. He's tiny, this, but he's 
He's amazing, bro. Dude, he, uh, it's he's, just I mean, like he, there's there's no no one that could predict. There's nobody that could predict this. My uncle used to tell me all the time, like I, I when I was younger, and I would always use the word amazing, and he'd be like, no, like you can't use that word. Like you don't know what amazing is. Like you can only use that word when something is truly just beyond recognition and is amazing. That's when you use the word. Literally, what we're witnessing right now is truly fucking amazing. It is. It's right. amazing. And it's amazing. It's more amazing to us because, first of all, we've never had this, right? So many other teams have yeah. had hey, quarterbacks. Whoa, whoa. Nobody's ever had this. No. Uh, yes. Okay. This is going to slow down, this, though. Yeah. This is going to slow down. This isn't going to be – like, we know that we have a franchise quarterback now. Yeah. Like, we know that we expect Deshaun, as the future of our franchise, to lead us to whatever it is he's going to lead us to. We know we have a winner at a quarterback. And other teams have had that too, you know, with the Bradys and the Mannings and and the Rodgers. And I know, like, yeah, is he those guys? You know, I don't know. We're we're literally six games in. I'm not sure he's that guy. But what you're witnessing right now in this and what we've seen is fucking amazing. It is. It's you may honestly never see it again, at least from a quarterback. Like I, I don't. You, you can't predict how things are going to turn out. You can't. I don't think they're any even the best people. The poor I've, Browns, bro. Yeah, the poor dude. Browns. Wentz, Mania, fucking Deshaun, Mania. I mean, those poor guys, bro. That poor yeah. fan base. I've I've got a good friend that's a Browns fan, and he has, just, he hasn't he hasn't talked to me all all season. I, I don't blame him. You ever seen the Sadness Factory video? Yeah, the I mean, Factory of Sadness. That's the same thing. Yeah, that's, that's I what mean, they live every week. So, I, like I said after the Jacksonville game. We're gonna to get to watch Deshaun improve every week, and he has. He like has. that's absolutely Even remarkable. With the three picks he still has, because if you noticed, he didn't throw across the middle of the field any more times yeah. after that. That was the last time he threw after that pick six. He didn't throw in the middle of the field. Everything was outside, and so he, he couldn't he, have Earl Thomas. He almost had that one more touchdown. I know, I know. that close. I know. I. He's amazing. He was holding up his fingers like it was uh, that well, close. He's like, eh, to Ryan Griffin. Yeah. And you know, during the preseason, you would have to sack like three Deshaun Watson's fingers apart. Because <laughs> like, yeah. he's just shown so much improvement. He was, really has. I was listening to Ross Tucker on the way in. It's just it's He it, said the same thing. It's absolutely amazing. It like, is. Where he's come from preseason to now. And he just you know, even the Cincinnati game. If that if he stays healthy, we're gonna get to watch something. We're going to get to watch something special with him. We really are. If if he stays healthy and our defense can get at least just – if they could just tighten it up. Just tighten it up. That's all we need. If they could just I mean, tighten I, it up. I hate to even say this, but next year with Watt back and Merciless back and oh. with us having money to actually spend on free agency. Which we will have. And with Watt well, – depending on the whole trade. I don't like know. Watson continuing to improve. We're, but, we're a Super Bowl contender. If this continues. I, dude – Unless he just falls off a cliff some fucking I, We'll get, I mean. Next year's the year. I, again, I'm just going to enjoy this year. This year may be the year. Uh, Are you telling me it's impossible? Because honestly, I can't say no, that anymore. At, at this point, I, I don't I don't even know what's possible. The NFL's crazy this year, Had too. you shown me Deshaun Watson's stats from right now, I would have thought that he was like second in the rookie of the year at the end of the year. Like, the, just to this point. You would have thought this is what he did for the whole, the whole year. Se- for the whole yeah. year and think that, okay, he's probably like second for rookie of the year. Like, no, he's the leading candidate. Yeah, 
No, no, no. If that was his entire no, season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, that was a great rookie season. That is something to build on. This is six games. Uh, it's just mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. It, it, I mean. No, it is. There's nothing else that can be said, dude. It, it's he's, Every he's week gonna, we're watching to, something crazy. He's going to throw interceptions. Somebody's going to get a cheap hit. Somebody's going to get a cheap hit on him, and maybe that's where his, his slight frame is going to. But that's the only negative left. But right now, I mean, but he's not I'm reckless still, either. If you he see is the way so he, smart about he's going so down. He's so smart. Like he's like, oh shit, only a three yard game. Fuck it, I'm going down. And he, he and he, he does this very he smart. Senses the way he does it. He, yeah. he knows when it's time to go. Kind of like Russell. So watching those two play was very like I. It's and funny. I thought I had a heart attack when he got rolled up on oh, at the yeah, two point yeah, conversion. Yeah, but he just he bounced around Luckily a little bit after that. I was like, oh dude. But all right. Um, yeah. So well, we need to we need to move on to the big news of the day. What big news? What big news? Oh, Dwayne Brown. Yeah. He got uh, traded. He did to the Seattle Seahawks. The of course sea he did. It wasn't for Jimmy Graham though. Wait, real quick. Wait, wait. Hold on. No. Do you think that Deshaun had a better game than Russell Wilson? I had this conversation today at work. Can I give you my logic and you tell me if I'm wrong? Actually, yes, I do think you did. Okay, good. Okay. Because um, I did too, because of where he played. Where he played. And who he played. Who he played. Okay. And the types of plays. Okay. I, that's all I needed here. I didn't need anything else. With Wilson, Wilson was able to pull out big play when they needed him. And I will, that, that's. Russell Wilson was great yesterday. Yeah, he was great. And that's still a great skill. But from just the overall game including the interceptions, the way they were moving the ball, the Texans looked like the better team for the most part. If you took chunks of that game and watched it, you would have thought there's no way that the Texans lost to the Seahawks. Well, the Seahawks, mainly because of Russell Wilson, managed to always make a play when they needed to make a play, which is where we're slowly becoming. Right. But I think that Deshaun Watson had probably the better overall game. Even with the three picks. Even with the three picks. I agree. That last one shouldn't count as a pick. They need to change that stuff. He just he looked better throwing the ball. He, he looked, looked more comfortable. He looked better going through his progressions. Maybe it's because Seattle doesn't have an offensive line or didn't. They didn't. They do today. All right, but, so back to that. So Dwayne Brown goes to the Sea Chickens. The Sea Chickens give us Jeremy Lane, a fifth-round pick this year. And a second round pick in 2019. Now, John, we both kind of thought. So at first, honestly, when it was being reported, it looked like it was just Jeremy Lane. And I was like, oh, hell no. That would have been awful. That is not going to work. Uh, now to see what else we got, that totally works. I mean, we, we got a pick, another pick this year, which will help us. I mean, probably it's not a great tra- pick, but- I probably would have traded him for the second round alone. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I you just too. I would have been surprised to get a second round pick. Absolutely. Or I mean, I would have just tried to get a first round pick. It, yeah. I mean, I don't understand why we couldn't have. They don't have it. But Lane, they well, they couldn't because of the cap. Yeah. They they had to unload the cap for Dwayne, so that's why Lane was added. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I I I don't know what to say about Jeremy Lane. I know he was benched yesterday for a rookie, but he has also had a couple years where it's like, okay, he's a really good slot corner. He's been the like top three tackling corners in the league for the last four years. Does this give Kareem the chance to move to safety? This is what we've been talking about for quite some time. 
And I feel like that's the only reason you make this move is if you're confident. Okay. First of all, look at yesterday too. A lot of what happened yesterday was on the safeties. Uh, that Marcus Gilchrist, uh, Paul Richardson catch, uh, Kareem probably would not, uh, you know, and, and props to my boy on uh, Twitter, Rap Sheet Zero. He he pointed out, like, if, if Kareem was that safety, that, that ball wasn't going to get caught. And we need to upgrade that strong safety position. And, and Kareem does that. So, I, I don't know, John, I'll let you kind of take it. I like the trade, obviously. It's great. Dwayne Brown, one of my favorite Texans in Texans history. Uh, really hard to see him go. Um, one of the coolest dudes I've met on the Texans and just a overall cool dude up until this year. There were some issues. I stand behind Dwayne. I understand what he was doing. Uh, unfortunately for us, some comments were made that really played into Dwayne and he was able to force his way out pretty much. And that's exactly what he did. Well, this is one of those situations where Dwayne didn't want to be here. I mean, without getting into all that, that's pretty obvious. That's yeah. Um, I would have been very, very happy with a second round pick for Dwayne, but he did go, but part of me is a little bit torn because he did go out and he did play his ass off against Seattle. Maybe that was an audition for his, for a job. Who knows if he would have maintained that. He and, did play all right. He I played mean, okay. There were a couple of plays where I was like, oh, well, really? He, he played 98% of the game. Uh, yeah. For being. I'm a little bit worried because I don't know if Chris Clark is going to be healthy and I can't believe that. They cut Kendall Lamb. Well, Kendall Lamb was garbage. I'm just saying they cut him. But. Wait, did you say a player was garbage? I know. I don't, Ooh, I don't ever say that. But honestly, with. There's I few, love when you mess up. There's few, few players that I actually... So he is trash. Yeah. I, You're going to say it. Yeah. You agree he's garbage. Dumpster juice. For a Just player say, that... You already for, said it once. Yeah, for a player that's able to make it to the NFL... He's dumpster juice. He really shouldn't be in the NFL. So he's dumpster juice. Just say it. But from a football standpoint, like the only reason we could do that is our defense needs somebody in the secondary to really step up. Kareem plays better when he doesn't have to cover his man. He always... He, he does better when stuff is in front of him. Yeah. He has shown a willingness to sacrifice his body. I agree. If we're moving him to play more safety, bring in Lane to kind of work as the slot corner, I can I can see that kind of making sense from the defensive side because we need more help on the defensive side than the offensive side right now. Right. I it's bizarre world that we're saying this. Right. But well, it's, it's the absolute it's, it's the absolute truth. Injuries. Yeah. I think that. That's part of that has got to be a big part of the reason why they felt comfortable making the trade. And I mean, you got a second round pick out of it. Like, I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm they're probably going to package that second round with another second round so they can move up and get us a better pick for Let's this year. Because so, then at least we'll know we'll have one player that makes it on yeah. the team since we know Rick Smith can't draft in the second round. Well, he can, second round, he's been all right. It's the third round where he's absolute. Sufi, though? Well, I mean, Cunningham. Yeah, but that, I think that was a B.O.B. pick. McKinley. That's just me. McKinney? McKinney, yeah. yeah. I did it again. You did do it again. Uh, and Ardrick, he was a second-round pick. Those are the only two I can think of, though. Um, it'd, be, it'd take forever to go through, but yeah. he's Martin, usually first round. Martin. Nick Martin. Nick Martin was a second-round pick. Yeah. 
Yeah. So our second so he's round. He's been better since Bob got yeah. here. Yeah. We've been better with the second round. Since Bob got here. Third round, you know, Foreman, hopefully. But Foreman looks fine if he can get out of the doghouse. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Jeremy Land will play this week. So, um, we'll see. I mean, it's, I still think that our I defense hate to see is going to. Yeah. I really do hate to see Dwayne go. I like Dwayne. I do too. I just. It was rough to see. He. I hate that it ended the way it ended, really. Yeah. It's probably the thing for me. I wish it would have just been like this mutual. Just let him leave. Let but, him leave kind of thing. But I mean, even with the holdout, like, just let him go. But just all the drama and everything. And it is what it is. I just, I wish him for the best. Um, I do wish him I'm the best. Kind of glad, though, that he's moving on. Yeah. Because the locker he, room. Yeah, just for the locker room, even with, even just looking at it from the holdout standpoint. Like, I completely understand why he held out. I don't hold it against him. Not one of those people that sides on the side with owners when it comes to these players. Right. They won't be, even if they make a million dollars, I think the average NFL player only makes $3.2 million. million. So now you're going to live 30, the next 30 years of your life of $3.2 million, which is, it's not bad money. But it's still, it's not like you're a guaranteed millionaire. It's essentially like getting all of your salaries and giving them front-loaded. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think this could have been, I mean, it couldn't have gone any better than when it went as far as what we got back. Uh, It's just one of those shitty situations where it's like business and personal and everything else kind of goes into it. You know, because we're personally tied to these players, right? We invest mm-hmm. in these players. We invest time in watching them and, um, you know, form that bond that, you know, when you see a player go, you don't want to see him go. But at the end of the day, Dwayne truly wasn't happy. He wanted to be on the West Coast, which is closer to his wife. It just worked out. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he'll he fit in better with Seattle with their big personalities. He and, will. And they embrace that there. Here, Houston has always been... Toe the line, essentially. Like, you can have personality. High character. But don't... And, I mean, it's not even character. Like, I I don't think Richard Chairman is not a high character. Oh, absolutely not. He's different. He's not from a different cloth. Yeah, but... He's a highly educated, smart dude. Yeah, and I mean... Would you have taken Sherman over all three of those? Yeah, I would have, actually. Yeah. Um, I think that if we'd taken Sherman and tried... If he would would re-sign with us, yeah. Because, again, that... Our defense was really good last year because we had lockdown corners. Yeah, and we still locked down on Sunday. But your boy DeAndre made him look like a little boy. I know, but I mean, I would have taken Sherman. I would have taken Sherman too. Yeah, and I Sherman too. But that's just not the type of personality that we have in Houston. No, you don't. I mean, Arian Foster pushed it, and Foster wasn't as loud. Foster was is very well spoken, very smart, and he had a personality. But even that was almost too much personality for the Texans, and that was Foster. Like seriously, I don't think that Sherman would have worked with what they're trying for. It's the same as like New England. Very few players can go up to New England and have a loud personality. That's just how they operate. That's the mo behind it. That's kind of why Bill O'Brien puts himself out there is he doesn't want his players giving out sound bites. He learned it from Belichick. Nothing wrong and, with 
I'm sorry? Nothing wrong with it. No. Oh. I mean, it just is what it is. All right, so we got the Colts this week. Nothing's a guaranteed W in this league, but they're tanking. Luck's not coming back this year, so Jacoby's fun to watch, though. Yeah. Um, should be kind of similar to last week, except... I would love to have Jacoby as our backup. Yeah, you could sign Kaepernick. You know? I honestly wouldn't be opposed to it, but that's neither here. They would trade Savage yeah. over to New England. I love that idea. I actually really do. But Brian Hoare's going to sign with New England. Yeah. Because he's got cut by the Niners. Did he really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Once they traded for Jimmy. Wow. So I'm pretty sure that's where Brian Hoyer will end up. But that's yeah. all speculation. I mean. It'll make sense. Why yeah, would they if trade we, for If Savage? we moved Savage and got anything. I love Savage. Don't get me wrong. He just he's just. He's thing. not going to fit with the seam. And. Yeah, no. The way not. the offense has changed. We do need a more mobile quarterback. We do. Especially um, now. I mean, I've. Talked about it before. I never put it on the podcast, but I talked about it as an article. When we promoted up Watson, I I wanted to sign Kaepernick as a backup and Connor Shaw to the practice squad. And then you got excited when Connor Shaw came in. Because I thought, I was like, holy shit, they're actually doing what I thought they should. Because yeah. then you can move to the same style of quarterbacks. Right. Out of them, Shaw is very, very similar to Watson. They would be able to maintain the same sort of offense. With Kaepernick they would be able to play a very similar offense. They would have to make changes because Kaepernick's more of a downfield thrower, but not with as what accurate as Deshaunie. Yeah. With what they're trying to do, they could make it work. But Yeah. I mean with the motions and all that, I mean it's a different it would be well, different. Well he's also suing the it's, league now. Yeah. So it's well it's different. also it would also be a different route tree for the receivers. But I think that Bill O'Brien has shown enough creativity that he could make it work. And Kaepernick really should be in the league. I mean. I agree. I, I don't understand how with all the teams that have happened, with all the injuries that have happened to quarterbacks, how he's not in the league. I mean, I'd take him over Jay Cutler. Yeah. I would have taken him over Matt Castle in Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's offense, would have actually, Tennessee's offense would have been perfect for Kaepernick. Correct. I'm actually very glad that they didn't grab him. Me too. Because they probably win one of those games that right. they lost with Castle. Yeah. I still and they would have been two games ahead of us instead of yeah. one. Uh, Minnesota. I actually, no. Oh, I, I, better than Case. Yeah, he's better than Case. He's better than Case, but Case fits their system better. But they I, have two of the best receivers in the league in Thielen and Diggs. Two and, of the best receivers yes. in the league. Oh yes. Oh God! Which one of them went to South Carolina? Neither one. Of them. You're lying to me. Who is it? <laughs> Just tell me which one. Neither one of them went to went to. Did South they go Carolina. to a high school in South Carolina? I love watching the Minnesota Vikings offense. Okay, this is where we have to end this. I'm done. I can't do this. <laughs> Two of the best wide receivers in the they league. They really do. Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Okay. All right. Colts game should be a win. We should uh, be what? What four and four? We should be. So I said we'd go through the schedule real quick. So um, then on to. The Los Angeles Rams for $28 tickets in Los Angeles if anybody wants to go. So you think that's the toughest game we have on our schedule? That's the I think game, we win that's that the game, game that scares me the most. I think we can win that game. We should be able to win it. Um, we should I don't be think able to shut, is that good. We should be able to shut down Gurley. Um, I think Goff's, I mean, Goff's been good. But Goff's I, been better, but he's better when Gurley's able to run. Right. Or catch. He's done a lot of yeah. catching this year. And we should be able and we just match up. We match up better with them. But of the teams we have remaining, they actually scare me more. Okay, so do we beat the Rams? I think we still do. Okay, so that put us at five and four. Then we go to the air, or then we come home for Arizona. Yes. Okay, uh, and Drew Stanton. So yes. that's six and four. 
Go to ba- go to Baltimore. Yes. Seven and four. Go to Tennessee. Eight and four. At home for San Francisco with the new Jimmy G. I don't know. Yeah, we should beat them. Yeah. So that's nine and four. At Jacksonville. Now that'll be the game. That'll, that'll be, the be game. a good game. That'll be a game. That'll be that's, a game. To me right now, that's a push. That's a push. So let's we'll say we I, lose I won't, that one. I won't know until how I really feel about it until later on in the season. It's one of the, and honestly, if, we, play, if, we, if we played them next week, if we scored first, I think we could beat them. I we agree. Have to I agree first. with you 100%. And if I actually Portals think. has to score or throw, right. we win. And you beat Jacksonville by running the ball up the middle. Yep. And focusing on your slot receiver. Correct. So. I agree with you. That'll probably be Ellington's breakout game. Okay, so it was, let's say we lose that game, though. We're 9-5. Pittsburgh at home. I think we beat them because okay, we're so at home. 10-5. Colts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 11-5. That's – I know we're being a That's little bit – That's what does saying that we lose to the Jags. Yeah. We're, so maybe I mean, we don't lose to the Jags. Maybe we lose to the Rams. We very much could go ten and six, eleven and five for this and, year, and and potentially is, win the division. That is in the that is very much in the realm of possibility. Yeah. So people stop freaking out. Just enjoy the ride. Just enjoy the ride. Fuck. I don't get it. Sorry for all the cussing. I've been listening to a lot of Michael Rappaport lately. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. You got anything else? Oh, funny story. My wife asked us to curse less, so one day our kids could listen to this. <laughs> Well, I wish uh, you would have told me Robin said that prior to this podcast. So uh, I'll be sure to put this in the vault. <laughs> it's really shitty of you to do that at the end of the podcast, actually. Could have texted me. There's plenty of options that you could have actually let me know ahead of time. We've actually been down here for 20 minutes talking prior to this, and you could have told me, and you chose not to. Oh, that's because I thought you got it all out of your system because you were pretty passionate. Well, I, was, I am passionate, but it really pisses me off when people talk about my head coach. Yeah. What can no. I say? I'm and a, I mean, I would have said something earlier, but I think the cursing today, this one was justified. I think for what we were yeah. cursing about. Yeah, I think it was justified. Robin's going to have to have some times where she's just okay with it. We'll just have yeah. episodes that we know the kids can't listen to. Pretty much. This is one of them. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Texans Unfiltered. Uh, make sure you guys go to iTunes, leave a review, ask a question. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, TXNS underscore unfiltered. Instagram, TXNS unfiltered. We are actually a little bit more active on the Instagram now than what we have been in the past. Uh, John's very good at the uh, Twitter. He's uh, always engaging with you guys. Uh, SoundCloud, Google Play Store, Stitcher, wherever you can find a podcast, we're pretty much going to be there. Uh, So until then, next week, I hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the Colts game. And this is Young Ari Gold signing off for Texans on Philly. Bulls on parade, bulls on parade, hold up, stop it one second, I say bulls on parade, got a mean D, and they on the hunt, opponents three and out, now they got a butt, applying pressure, applying pressure, you got a